painted in here. You know, it's like part of the studio. In five, four, three. Welcome back to another episode of the DJ Sessions presents the Mobile Sessions. We're sitting out in front of Aura Nightclub right now in downtown Seattle, and we have none other than the man you've known him for a very long time, DJ, producer, extraordinary. And we're going to be diving in deep with some questions to find out what he's been up to. Darude, Darude, how's it been going this all this time? It's been a while since I've had you on the show. Uh, I just, I've been, I've been. I've been wondering what the hell is up with you. <laughs> that's, uh, that's that's been filling my days. Uh, I'm not gonna admit tonight. Uh, so good to be back. Yeah, thank you so much. It's always a pleasure having you on the show. I know you've been been up to a lot of stuff. We want to get you into the club, out to your fans, and you're really, you're on a tour right now. Did that tour start in February? Is that the official launch date? Because I was looking on your list of dates. I know you had some stuff in January that was going on. Yeah, but it seems you've just been going since February. Well, on and off, yeah. I mean, I've been spending a good amount of time in the studio uh, in ho at home, but um, also, yeah, been on the road. Been uh, I've done a couple of U.S. dates or U.S. weekends this year. Um, uh, last weekend, I was in Lithuania, um, actually, which is interesting because I that was my first time ever. It's only like an hour and a bit of flight away from Finland, but uh, yeah, played an amazing party at this uh, big arena, like six thousand people or so, and. Uh, it was exciting. Very, very cool. I saw the video from that. Do you prefer larger scale festivals, events to more intimate nightclubs? I mean, obviously, Aura does not have a 6,000 person capacity mm -hmm. to it. But what do you feel is your where you really jive with the crowd and get into it? Well, it's very, uh, those are very different things. Mm -hmm. uh, club like Aura, uh, I don't know, there's a couple of hundred people probably tops fit in the, in the upper room mm -hmm. there. Um, when they're all just like right there, that, that's really cool. That's, uh, I mean, it's kind of cliche, but it's intimate. It's you. You can see everybody's like sweat beads and everything, and and that that's nice. Uh, at a at a festival, the masses bring energy and bring this vibe and the roar and everything. But at the same time, it's really hard to sort of concentrate on one person and like, you know, feel personal like that. Mm -hmm. But. Uh, I prefer bo both, definitely, and then it's, um, uh, you know, from a business standpoint, you know, you go to a festival and you reach 20,000 people, 50,000 people, whatever, mm -hmm. versus a couple of hundred at a club. Mm -hmm. um, Business-wise, it's much, much more productive to, to reach bigger crowds, but, but it's, um, I mean, I think... It's been a while since we last chatted, but I think you know me enough. It's not exactly about the dollar when I'm at the mm -hmm. decks. Mm -hmm. it's, it's about the connection, and it's about just vibes anyway. So, And, you know, after months of heavy touring or doing, you know, being on the road, when you get back home, what do you do to, to de-stress? What's your number one go-to thing? If you're not just jumping back in the studio, what do you do to just have that, that downtime? That, that, that would start with a conclusion that, I actually de-stress when I'm home. <laughs> Fair <laughs> uh, enough. Yeah, but uh, no, I mean, so I, I got two kids and a wife. Uh, they keep me grounded and they keep me uh, 
uh, in a dad and husband mode when I'm when I'm not uh, on the road. So no more Mr. Superstar DJ when you step over that threshold <laughs> getting home. Um, I'm, I'm a nine to five dad, so to say. I, I take my kids to school and daycare and uh, then I head to the studio, sort mm -hmm. of. Um, those hours they're gone. Um, I go skateboard. Skateboarding is my main de-stressor and I'm, I play ice hockey as well. And uh, actually, I got something for you. Uh, don't forget to ask. Okay. This is done. Um, and uh, yeah, so I think I'm, uh, I, I've got these two modes when I get on the road I jump on a plane or, or you know train car whatever then it's sort of business uh, DJ professional mode and mm -hmm. then there's definitely this uh, let my beard grow and uh, just be that <laughs> kind of mode hey, you mentioned that you like to skate and I was going through your socials recently and you you spoke about somebody you were kind of you kind of revered uh, by the name of Chad Caruso yeah, can you tell me why Chad is so important to you and our well, fans? Well, Chad, uh, so I, I skated when I was a kid, and then I uh, just, I didn't decide to stop, but I, I stopped around 19, 20 years old, and then I picked it up like five years ago now, so like 2018-ish, and um, skateboarding world is totally different now for many, many reasons, but Chad Caruso reasons for me He's a YouTube skateboarder who uh, who was a professional skateboarder back in the day, uh, competed, I guess, and, and w was like a skateboarder lifestyle-wise as well and whatnot. Um, and I've learned a ton from him. Like mm. YouTube is an amazing uh, asset for anybody tr wanting to learn anything. But for me, back then, I, I had no skateboarding scene. I had no, like I had crappy videos of Tony Hawk doing <laughs> amazing errors but something that I could have never done mm -hmm. we had didn't have skills nor the ramps or anything mm -hmm. like that at the, that time so now there are many but Chad Caruso is one of those who picks apart the tricks he knows how to do them but he especially knows how to teach how to do them put your weight on the heel then toes you know whatever you know turn this way, blah blah, blah. And I, I really look up to him. And uh, he's been kind enough to actually answer a couple of questions. I, I've messaged him on socials. And uh, why I brought him up this just recently on my Twitter, uh, for instance, was that he is skating across the U.S. right now. He's over the halfway mark. So that's over 1,500 miles in uh, 27 days. I think he made 1,500 miles, 55 miles averaging every day. And uh, he's doing it for, for himself just to try it out if he can do it but of uh, he's also a former alcoholic he got sober I don't remember exactly his history maybe six years ago and uh, he's raising awareness and raising money for uh, uh, that cause uh, honestly I don't remember which organization it is but you can find it or uh, just Google uh, skating across the US Chad Caruso for instance You'll find it, and uh, I'm following his. He, he's vlogging every day, okay. and I'm following his vlogging, and uh, it's it's crazy. He he he's a he's a hero. Would you say that you skateboarding in your younger years that you would consider yourself an outlaw? Haha! <laughs> <laughs> wow, I see what you did there. <laughs> I think I think I wasn't because I was too much of a chicken shit. <laughs> uh, you know, I I, I wanted to. Uh, I didn't want to get in trouble. But, uh, for instance, my, my dad wasn't really uh, understanding skateboarding at that time. So I think I was at least, if not an outlaw, at least a little bit of a rebel d doing skateboarding and also inline skating and, and stuff. Uh, 
But uh, yeah, you know, the, the beginning of skating, of course, back in the day, people would uh, sneak into people's empty pools and actually skate pools and uh, that kind of stuff. That, that might have been a little bit on the illegal side. And speaking of outlaw or doing outlandish behavior, mm. your latest track you just released in three years. From yeah. what I was reading up, Outlaws collaborating with the likes of, is it Oscar? Yeah, Oscar. And Housebody. Yeah. Correct? What, what was the inspiration behind that song, you three coming together and putting that track together? Yeah, uh, so Housebody, uh, a.k.a. Jaakko Manninen, he's a Finnish guy who um, I've known since early 2000s. Mm -hmm. And uh, with this video now, he's made eight of my music videos. Okay. He's a music video producer or anything uh, visual arts. Uh, he's made commercials, this and that, all kinds of stuff, graphic stuff. Um, and he's also a musician, and uh, he's had his own band, for instance, Beats and Styles, uh, pretty big in, in, in Finland and some European countries early 2000s. And he's also part of a, a band called Juddy Ranks. Um, and um, I happened to be in Cali in 2019 actually uh, touring and I hung out with him a day or with him and his family and uh, hung out in his studio we were talking about what would it be like if we went to a rave like now because we <laughs> were busy dads and husbands and, and busy professionals don't get to let go too much you know let mm -hmm. our hair down and this was a track that we started working on we, we added like uh, distorted 909 drums and some, some sort of like old school rave stabs and house stabs and mm -hmm. Just were giggling, having fun, and it was literally like, uh, you know, two guys just kind of talking crap and you know having fun, and the instrumental was almost exactly like you hear it now in, mm -hmm. on a track, and uh, it stayed on my my hard drive for like a year and a half. But then I heard Oscar sing live on Finnish national TV. Contacted him. Turns out he lives thirty five minutes from me. <laughs> And uh, I never knew him. I actually lived in the city earlier, and um, he wanted to work with me. He uh, liked our story, felt it. He wrote the lyrics that I, I pretty much got a little teary-eyed when I heard the lyrics, and he nailed them, and his delivery is awesome as well. And uh, I'm working on other stuff with him as well. And so it, it just happened so organically. And, uh, you know, yeah, we want it to be a big success, you know, billion streams and whatnot but it uh, it was already a success before it came out because i i'm feeling so good about the track and this was released on your new label yeah uh it's um vibing out yeah. named after your live streaming show yeah. vibing out yeah um you got into live streaming when did you get into live streaming actually um i think a little after you but um <laughs> Uh, 20, 2015, I started. I think everyone got involved in to do after me. I know, man. Uh, 2015 was when I started um, streaming with Twitch. Mm -hmm. And um, I'd done a couple of whatever streams before that. I mean, honestly, by the way, probably partially because you did stuff. And I, I started oh, looking you. into, like, uh, I don't even remember, you streams and whatever mm -hmm. we had back then. Uh, but, you know, uh, YouTube, I mean, Sorry, Twitch started their um, the creative side of it back then, and Dead Mouse was one of the first ones as well. And and um, I've never was a gamer, but but the gaming community kind of took me in really, oh, 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 you know, 
with open arms and it was really cool. I did production streams mainly, then I did some chat stuff, but it was very random. But then when um, the pandemic unfortunately started, uh, I started doing DJ sets once a week. I, I had like just chatting thing. Uh, actually, I sort of interviewed or chatted with my peers and people could listen in. And then I had a studio stream where I picked a part of, you know, whatever of my tracks or here's how I, you know, tune a kick drum or whatever it was or gear reviews and stuff like that. And um, so since 2018, I mean, uh, 2019, late 2019, and then of course, early 2020. And uh, now I've been doing it every Friday when I'm not on the road, I'm still doing the DJ stream. That led into though, vibing out the record label. Mm -hmm. What can we expect from vibing out coming in the future? Well, that's a good question because we are uh, we are still planning on some stuff. We have a very clear vision. Uh, it's definitely my outlet. Uh, I haven't been royally screwed by anybody exactly, but I also have not always been happy with taking my tracks to a record company A, B, or C, and them. Uh, having people who sometimes don't maybe get who I am, what my music is about, or what my music needs, or what my career needs to be successful. Um, and uh, so that's why I'm just kind of trying to take some of that power back to myself. And um, so that's one. And then, uh, you know, the, the, the point is that we are looking, of course, for commercial hit records from myself. Uh, but also, like maybe I have an obscure track that I don't think is going to make any sort of money or stream a lot, but then I want to put it out because I feel like it. Mm -hmm. uh, that's one. But then we're looking for new and an existing artist who would fit our uh, sort of um, ethos and also who we think we can help. Because we were... I, um, we don't want to be a label who just signs everything and... and does nothing or uh, like I, I think um, we want to be transparent in what we do and then like like I said like if we get a track that is great but I don't think that we know how to push it or where to push it then we better not take it and have them go somewhere else who knows better like there are certain skill sets or certain networks that we think we have and maybe some not. Switching gears here just a little bit have you looked at doing anything in virtual reality yet? Uh, have I? Yes, for years and years and years and years where, you know, that year the goggles were supposed to be great enough and this year this and that. Uh, and honestly, um, I, I'd lie if I said that I'm not interested, but it's been so many times that I've looked into it for a while. I've talked to some people, you know, we know some people who are, are into 360 video and VR and AR and for me it just hasn't kind of taken yet and um, I have a couple of obvious tracks that I could sort of try and do projects with around and I've talked about those with some people here and there um, I personally I think it, um, instead of actual like VR I'm more interested into like uh, AR and um, I don't even know like um, XR. Yeah, XR. Like you know, basically wearing glasses that look like glasses, and yeah. there's info there and or objects or this and that. Um, 
I don't know. That 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 seems to for me be more useful. And I'm not. I don't also know that much much about VR. But but I don't know. When people talk about these terms, they also talk. They overlap, and they they don't necessarily know what they're talking about. Like I don't either. Yeah. But uh, but uh, some you know just. Just simple stuff like uh, going instead of going to a store, you can check out furniture in your home or clothing or whatever. And there's a bit bazillion applications to AR and XR, something like that. That maybe is more interesting to me. Awesome. Yeah, we we just launched our first VR nightclub, um, and we're super excited about it. We have a lot of shows, a lot of content going through it. Uh, I'd love to talk to you offline about that. Yeah. And your management. Some really cool stuff. We'll give you a tour at least. Yeah, sure. Some cool stuff. Um, speaking of uh, the branding and, and, and getting yourself out there, how important is it for a DJ producer to have merchandise? Um, it's more important than what uh, what we paid paid attention to. <laughs> I mean, the merchandise as a word or or concept in itself is one thing, but then uh, the branding is like DJs are not people or DJs today they are they are brands all the big bands are brands there um, uh, and I think um, but sometimes uh, I guess you know the music and then just what the person is that that develops to, to the brand but I think uh, the big business of course is around the brand and you know if, if partners come in and whatnot that that's up to that and how that brand is managed. Well, is there anything else you want to let our DJ Sessions Sessions fans know before we let you get back into World Nightclub tonight? Well, uh, I'm here. It's a Friday, so I'm not home and streaming. But I do normally every Friday. It's early your morning, so 8 a.m. Uh, when I start. But I have a lot of people from from Seattle area who uh, they drink their morning coffees with me every Friday when I'm not on the road, for instance. So if you have a question for me, if you want to hear some uh, great electronic dance music early in the morning on Fridays, check out twitch.tv slash Darude. Uh, and our community, by the way, vibing out the name of the community uh, or the stream, it's just not me and my stream, but it's the community. We we have an amazing bunch of mods and um, a really open, open and uh, accepting community. So... So that's one thing that you want to check out, uh, not just me yapping my, my uh, all your ears off. <laughs> yep, I know how that goes. I know how that goes, okay. definitely. Got to say hi to David Benson outside of that mobile studio oh. right now. He just walked by. I think he's going to be in the club. Yeah. I'll see you soon enough. He's going to come over and probably heck with us. Anyways, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's of course, man. always to have you on. We'll stay in touch with you. We'll do a follow-up. Congratulations on everything you've accomplished. Outlaws, vibing out, all that fun stuff. And, uh, yeah, I, I heard that uh, Seattle's doing pretty well with hockey this year. We are doing really kick ass with our hockey team. Oh, 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 oh. let's get this up close to the camera. Through the hockey puck. And so, thank you so much for through the hockey puck. We'll stay in touch with you. Awesome stuff. This is Darren and Rude coming to you from the mobile studio in front of Orin Nightclub in Seattle, Washington. And remember, on the DJ sessions, the music never stops. Yes. <laughs>